Thank y'all for joining Vibrant Vernacular. It's Shawan. It's Azalea. And Pastors. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. It's been a minute. I'm so glad to be here. And uh, we definitely are starting with our attitude of gratitude this morning. <laughs> I'm just happy for things working out and falling into place. Um, I am happy. I had a good birthday month. It was very relaxing. Um, met with some dear friends. And I don't know. I kind of celebrated myself this year. I haven't done that in a while. So that was pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> Amen. That's nice. You know, everybody <laughs> has birthdays. <laughs> uh, um, I would say I got to go to Jamaica. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. I got to go with one of my best friends and my daughter, and um, my Aww. daughter's uh, good friend. So it was it was very nice. It was very eventful yet relaxing at the same time did a lot of catching up and a lot of drinking so hey. I'm recovering Ooh. from that but um it was nice it was nice can't complain yeah. so happy for you <laughs> so but yeah it's good that you um discussed that because I think what I wanted us to touch on this morning is just mental health you know like a mental health check-in where are we I think you know I was thinking yesterday, we're in like, my friend used to always say, we're in the fourth quarter of the year. And I just feel like, first of all, it's not too late, you know, if we've had any struggles mentally throughout the year, definitely going into this last bit of the year, it can bring about more stuff, you know? Um, I mean, I've, I was also thinking as we were saying our gratitude, just the people in Florida who maybe who are suffering, I won't say maybe suffering right now, but um, my heart really goes out to them. It's like some people do have to start all over. Some people lost their lives. So today I was just thinking about as far as mental health, like, are we taking care of our mental health? Like, what are you what are some of the things that the two of you are doing to preserve your mental health? Girl, mm, that's a good, good question. <laughs> Definitely. Um, mm, you want to go first, Azalea, or you want to let me go first? Um, either or. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Okay. I'll probably pick up something from you. No, <laughs> this year, I'm going to be honest, has been a struggle for me. Um, And I don't know why. Like, I'm at a point where if this makes sense, like I'm just there. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say like the days are getting away from me because like I'm productive. So it's not like I'm sleeping all day, calling out of work, you know, like not taking my kid places, not doing, you know, stuff for myself, like not eating. I'm doing all like the basic, I guess, survival needs. But like, other than that, like I'm just there. I don't really mm -hmm. think there's like a, I'm there's so much joy and there's not so much grief thank God but I'm just kind of there so y'all know me I'm a big proponent for therapy <laughs> so I am there and that's my um, therapist kind of said like she used the word apathy so I had to look oh. it up and I was like what is that because you know Google <laughs> when you about to die Google is your best friend yeah. so 
Um, it's like she described it like a step below depression because she was like, mm. you're not depressed because you can get out of bed. You can function. She was like, you know, do you do a lot of these things because you have a child or, you know, would it be opposite? So I had to think about that. And I was like, yeah, because I never want my situation to affect my child. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think a lot of moms can relate to that or, you know, people and don't get it wrong because some people can't even push past this. And I do sympathize um, or empathize with that. But I told her I was like, yeah. And I said, honestly, I don't know if it would be different. I'm always trying to like push myself and somewhat of a perfectionist. So I'm good at masking how I really feel sometimes. Um, just one, so I don't have to talk about it and then like, you know, kind of deal with it. I kind of sit in my mess behind closed doors. So this, um, I don't know, this year has just been that struggle. And when she said apathy, I looked it up. It's just kind of, in essence, like a state of being, there's not joy, there's not grief. You're just there. Um, and so I think like my attitude of gratitude was my birthday. Like my sister put it together um and just very close friends everyone that came I've known at least five years or older um and it was just good to kind of like reconnect laugh you know joke a little bit of tears um but that kind of set the tone because that was for my birthday so I was like well this new year because you know how Shawan talks about like your birthday is actually your new year so I said what do I want you know different and I so I said the new year I want it to be a year of yes because I think that may get me out of a funk so Mm. when people invite me to do stuff or if someone wants to come over instead of always being like no because sometimes I say no because one I don't want to do it I'm the queen Mm. I can tell you no um, but sometimes too, I'm just, I don't feel good about myself, whether it's like, wait, I'm just tired or whatever the case may be. So, you know, and uh, last, I'm not going to take up the whole show. Um, but my therapist also said, sometimes I can use my kid as an example to not go places. So I'd be like, well, I don't have nobody to watch Aiden. Where yeah. in actuality, you know, he's a little bit older now. He could stay home. I could run to lunch real quick. She was like, but kind of get out of that, get back to you, get back to um, yourself. And last but not least, um, (laughs) you know, love the Lord, but I also love astrology. So I combine the two. Um, (laughs) For my birthday, I did a solar return reading. And basically what that is, is she looks at your birth chart and nothing spooky, just kind of forecast what your birth chart looks like for the year. And ironically, it's like the year of Leo, which is a year of having fun, having excessive self-care. So to make a long story short, I feel like all this aligns and I just have to get out of this funk and into, you know, the swing of things. Wow. I want to say something. Go ahead. Just real. I'm sorry, Pash. um, She touched on a lot of good stuff. Um, but the year of yes, I think I'll, I'll say that and I'll save the rest for after you, Pashas. But that really stuck out to me because, yes, I always say your new year. So my advice to that was um, do something different. Shake things up and bring back some spice and spark wherever mm-hmm. you can. Uh, try to do things differently. Go ahead, girl. Ooh, well, you're going to be right. Write this down because I'm going to need <laughs> advice, too. Um, <laughs> As a lay, I feel like we are like kindred souls. Like we just speak the same language, and it's insane to me because everything you said is exactly how 
I have been feeling. So apathy is a new word for me, and I'm definitely going to write it down so I can look into it more because I am like, I feel like, I don't, I feel like when you started talking about the pandemic and we all were like, like shaken but not stirred. Like we all were like stressed. Mm -hmm. We had the anxiety. I feel kind of worse now than I did then, which is insane to me because Mm. my life has changed so much. Like a lot of stuff has changed like tremendously for me, but I'm still not feeling what I thought with these changes I would feel if that makes sense so like I quit my job of course everybody knows and (laughs) it was more so like feeling like I was gonna feel a sort of relief Uh Mm -hmm. and me getting out of my comfort zone and I've been working on the anxiety behind it I'm not comfortable I'm I'm like beyond uncomfortable at this point like I'm not used to not having any control in my day. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm not used to not having that security that I'm going to get a check in two weeks. So if I have to do this, this, and this, and this, I know I can kind of make it up in two weeks, right? So I'm not used to that. I'm not used to the uncertainty of knowing where my next paycheck is coming from. I am very like, not stressed, I'm working on that. Like, that has been a process for me. And the year of yes, I did that like a year ago. And I definitely need to bring it back because I'm in a no phase for me. So everything is no. Everything is no. Like, no. uh Uh-uh. No, I'm not doing it. But my no is a level of control for me. Because I feel like everything in my life is so out of control that if I can say no... That's me being in control over situations that are out of my control. Mm, that so makes me sense. Ex- me exerting that no is me saying, okay, I do have power, so I'm not going to do this today because I don't feel like it, and it's okay not to feel like it because I should have some control over what's going on in my life. So it's just weird. So I like, I feel like I'm in a weird space, too. And I'm in a learning space, and I know it's a learning space and a growing space, but it feels growing right now and uncomfortable. So it's kind of making me feel a little little down, but I get to spend so much more time with my children than I have before, even though it seems like I spend a lot of time with my children. um, With them growing up, it has been very tough, and they don't understand it because they're my children. You know what I'm saying? So they don't yeah. get the life that you pour into them out of you. And to not have to do that as much is kind of like, oh my God, what is Pasha's going to do today? Uh, what is Pasha's <laughs> going to do today? I have no fucking clue. You know? <laughs> Pasha's has That's never so had funny. to figure out what she wants to do because it's something she wants to do. It's always because she has the children that she has something to do. And then the people around me are like not in the same space. So like yeah. you work as a lay. My mm-hmm. sister works. So everybody around me is doing and I'm not. So it is like uncomfortable. Like uh and then yeah. it's just very stressful. So I get it. 
I just want to thank both of y'all for like laying it all out there. I feel like that was real honesty uh, from each of you. And that's not always easy, like to tell the truth. <laughs> you know how people say it's okay to not be okay. When you don't feel okay sometimes, it's really hard to say that when you're so used to being that strong one, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and um, at the beginning, I think uh, one of the questions that I wanted to pose was, are we an autopilot? Like, can we just kind of let go of that robotic routine nature of our day-to-day -day lives? Um, I, Pastors, you know, when I moved there in 2012, I <laughs> I feel like I always kind of nagged her, like, stop taking the same route to get home. Like, drive a different <laughs> route. Like, <laughs> I used to, I was so adamant about trying new things. And yeah. I mean, y'all know me by now. <laughs> um, I live, I stay out of my comfort zone. Um, I do pray about things before I do them, but sometimes it's like, I'm just going to jump and, and the Lord going to catch me. You know, like something's going to work out when I make this move. I just know it. Like, I, I think I tend to walk by faith in a lot of situations. So, um Life outside of the comfort zone. I think, um, Pastor, you talked about control. And I felt like, uh, you know, I left my job a while ago. Well, I, yeah, I, I quit a few. Um, some didn't work out, you know, <laughs> due to the pandemic. But it was a lot of different things that kept me out of my comfort zone. And I think that feeling of control, like, you are in control. There are some days when I, I wasn't working that... I didn't feel like doing anything, you know, and I allowed myself to do nothing on those days. Other days, you know, there's always something to do in the house, in the yard, stuff like that. But I feel that when you were talking, because it's like when your kids know you're not working, you're easily accessible. You know, um, I was telling somebody, my daughter always had a stomach ache. I always had to go get her from school when, when she knew <laughs> I wasn't working, you know, like there was always something that somebody demanded or needed needed from me when they knew or oh, she ain't doing nothing else you know that was their assumption <laughs> well she ain't working so she got time she can do this for me that taking back all that control yes I am busy right now I, uh maybe I'm, like you said no that that can be very powerful um but um definitely I wanted to talk about trying new things I think that's where I'm always going to be, <laughs> no matter what year or when y'all talk to me, it's like from my hair, you know, trying to color I haven't tried before. Clothing, I'm really big on trying to mix and match my wardrobe so it never appears to be the same, you know. Um, and then I thought about tr trying new things, thought about relationships, not in terms of sexual stuff, mm -hmm. nasty stuff, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But being friends, like talking to people you probably wouldn't otherwise talk to not being weird about it, but you know what I'm saying in your day to day, <laughs> in your day to day interactions, you know, um, I have a lot of coworkers that I may not have conversed with before. So for me, it's stepping outside of my comfort zone and talking to other people that I probably never would have talked to in everyday life, you know, but there's always something. And the number one thing I wanted to highlight is growth. I think one of y'all said something about growth. And I think that's where I am in terms of my own mental health. There have been some situations, um, I'll say since we last recorded, where people that I know have tried to 
I say test my gangster. I don't know a better word, but just, <laughs> you know, it's like okay, I could cuss you out right now, but I'm gonna just say a few nice words and move on. You know, first of all, it's like <laughs> I, I see growth in myself in my response to certain things. Where mentally, this would take me somewhere I don't want to be. You know, what I'm saying receiving a text message while I'm at work some foolishness that I'm supposed to address, I could ignore, you know, it's very hard to ignore these things. So I addressed it in the most adult-like way possible. And I think that represents growth where before you would have got cussed out, now I'm, I'm saying, God bless you, but leave me alone, you know, at the same time. So <laughs> I think just um, to preserve your peace, you know, what do you have to do? Pastors, if, if this is your no season, no, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to do this. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not giving you a ride, but I am about to make me some tea, you know, and watch my favorite show, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Just be like, at the end of every day, I need to be okay. Like mm -hmm. mental, mental health for me is being healthy mentally. <laughs> like I literally loosely translate that to me being okay mentally. Preserving your peace, whatever that looks like, but don't get stagnant to the point where like we're not growing or we're not learning or we're not enjoying life. Like every day don't have to be no Disney world vacation type day, but it shouldn't be like, Oh, I'm still here. I just made it. You know, I want each of us to find a reason to put a little pep in our step, you know, each day. So I'm just so thankful that you guys were very transparent and honest, but Look, don't don't get lost in the hustle and bustle of life, cause, honey, we still here, so we got a lot. Nice. <laughs> it's weird how things evolve, because I feel yeah. like each one of us do um, help each other, especially having these conversations. But like how we can see like certain things that Azalea is doing different now. I see that she wasn't doing them then, but we still come into the same in result it seems like like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we're doing things differently but it still feels the same to a certain extent so it's like how do you get out of that mode yeah i i, I always say keep trying don't give up don't give up like every day is not a good day but every day shouldn't be no bad day either so um finding so, balance that looks so different for different people but you know, I, I can think of one specific example when certain people might call your phone and you're like, hold on, you know, like, here they go. It's <laughs> <laughs> just but what I do. And um, I know this this works just for me. I'm like, Lord, please guide this conversation in Jesus name. And then I pick up the phone. But, you know, if I feel such an overwhelming anxiety don't answer the phone like you're in control of you and your emotions and. I always say if it's an emergency, I'm going to find out, you know, but otherwise, like if I'm not ready, if I'm not mentally okay and prepared for that call, we're not having that call. Like do what you need to do to be okay in every situation. Yeah. <laughs> I just read something similar to that. Like someone was saying to start your day, which I think I have a pretty good routine as far as the morning is concerned. Like I can get the state, the day started peacefully most of the time, <laughs> unless, you know, my son is wilding. Um, but she was saying that she doesn't answer her phone for at least like the first hour or two hours in the morning. 
She lets that time be dedicated to herself, getting in her routine, and then she'll glance to address others' needs. So I was like, that's a good, you know, thing, because, mm-hmm. and I have to get out of that habit, too, because how many times do you, you know, you're not able to sleep, or you get up, you grab your phone, you get yeah. to scroll, and you get to check in other messages, emails, whatever's accessible on your phone, so I want to kind of get out of that as well, mm-hmm. Um but that's a good idea too. Um, and my therapist is kind of uh, same along the lines of Shawan. It's just like find something for you. Like each day, you're still a person. You're still, you know, as a lay. It's not mom. It's not sister. It's not friend. Like you got to get back to your natural self. And she's like, even simple stuff. Like, yeah, you may have to take your son to practice, but while he's at practice, he's old enough. Go walk the track. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talk to the other moms out there, which is what I've been doing. Like you said, kind of talk to people you wouldn't, but then right. you realize why you don't talk to them because <laughs> there is nothing in common. But um, I've been doing like the walking or, you know, I, I think I've tried that with some strangers. Like, oh, you know, like kind of the compliment to see if it goes somewhere. Oh, like I like your shoes. Oh, you know, your nails are cute. You know, usually just stops there. Um, but just trying to, I guess, get back into not being so, the funny thing is like, I'm an antisocial socialist. Yes. Oh my God. But (laughs) I, and then I guess with that, I'm an antisocial socialist with still people I like. Like, it's not like, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm an antisocialist, but let me go to this you know, place and meet this other person. Like, nah, I don't, ugh, I don't know. Like who we like. And that's <laughs> yeah, like. exactly. That's but I think but that's, I a, think that's a hindrance measure. too. Yeah, it exactly. Is. It's a security measure. Like, yeah. I think that's an issue with, with us. I can say as a lay. That's why I think me and you are like the same. Because yeah. we have a certain security about us that we have to have a certain level of comfort even with the situation like you rarely see me without tifu i mean like it's a rare occasion where i can go somewhere and she's not there and me be comfortable there so when i came to your birthday thing of course i wanted to bring a security blanket with me but i was okay with not bringing it you know what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. i have to learn to not bring a security blanket i have to learn that because at the end of the day, I'm still going to have to do things on my own and be comfortable with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I even, just, like, I guess, is it Shawan, do you, like, I think one of y'all go out and, like, have lunch by yourself or go to the movies. Yeah. Like, I want to try to maybe start doing that because I think that will also boost a new level of confidence that, like, I can kind of do this without, you know, others. Yeah. Yes, I was gonna say practice. Patrick said something a long time ago about this guy. He celebrates his birthday is September nineteenth, just like mine. But he celebrates the nineteenth of every month, like yep. for him. And I just really, really, I'm responsible for some mentors. At I mean, I am a mentor at work, and um, I was gonna say responsible for interns. But um, one of the things that I shared with one of them, I said, you know, she was like, what should I do for my birthday? And I'm like, I celebrate my birthday often, you know, <laughs> just being able to celebrate you. That's a big damn deal, you know? And I was just like, 
when I say it doesn't have to be elaborate things, like you don't have to buy yourself something all the time. I happened to find some shoes, but it was like they were on the clearance rack. You know what I'm saying? They, But they brought me joy. So I did buy them. And it's just the little simple things. Like don't forget yourself because as a social worker and a counselor, I do tend to help other people and uh, make myself last. And I always have a little talk with myself, like, girl, like my nails, if one of my nails breaks and I'm not able to go get it fixed, I'm like, you out here looking like you don't work? Like, no, -uh, this ain't even the game. Like, like, uh -uh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just have these little pep talks where I'm like, uh-uh, we gonna tighten up. Like, <laughs> if I'm lacking, then I think it would cause everything else in my life to lack. So if all else fails, Shawan gonna look good. Uh, yes, that's I <laughs> and that's enough to keep me occupied and pepped up, boosted up. When I focus on my clothes, my hair, you know, the things I have to do. Like we're at Sunday right now when we're recording this. So the week is ahead of us, you know. Um, I think it really helps when I plan my week out. You know, of course, things don't always go according to plans, but just having some sort of... When I have things to look forward to, it boosts my mood tremendously. Um, and like I said, it can be something simple. Like now, I'll tell y'all, I have always like hated coffee. Like I bought the biggest thing of coffee I could find um, to make my own coffee every morning. And it's just something to look forward to. Like I'll drink coffee instead of having like a heavy breakfast. And I don't know, I get in my car, I blast my little music and I am off to a great start. So do something for you y'all and don't take that for granted don't cut corners when it comes to you and your mental health um as a lady talked about a therapist i strongly recommend that finding somebody you can identify with and somebody that you just feel comfortable with and don't mind sharing your stuff with but my number one um caveat disclaim it's not even a disclaimer it's like I think it's a requirement. Um, if you go to therapy, accept the recommendations. You know what I'm saying? If they tell you to try something for that week until you meet again, try it. Don't go in there and be like, uh, well, you said do this, but I didn't do it. All right. like, how do you know if it's working? You, know you have people that show up. I call it homework. Yeah, you may not like your homework for the week, but that's the whole point that you're in therapy. It's to mm -hmm. try what they're suggesting. And mm -hmm. I've so many people that don't do that. And it's like, what do you want me to do for you then? Like, <laughs> you tell me, because you damn sure ain't listening. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. And I hope it didn't come out the wrong way. But just try the suggestions. If you choose to go to therapy, try what they're suggesting mm -hmm. and, and talk about it afterwards. You know, that's pretty much all I got to say right now. <laughs> It's, you know what? I appreciate that because I feel like because I haven't been to therapy, when I talk uh -huh. to you guys, I do listen. Like, mm -hmm. listen to Azalea's self-care, and I beat that in my head because that's not something I'm used to. I mm -hmm. listen to your level of confidence and how you do handle things. And, like, I've noticed little slight changes that I feel like do make a difference. Uh -huh. Like, I, <laughs> I, make, I have no job, but my hair is done uh -huh. every month.
and my yeah. last you know so I do prioritize <laughs> the self-care aspect of those things yeah. so certain things I do see in myself as changed of course mm-hmm. um and want to continue it it's just it's just so weird because I feel like sometimes that one bad apple theory just kind of <laughs> outweighs a lot of stuff because I feel mm-hmm. like we are making more progress than what we give ourselves credit for. Yeah. But when we have those down days, they're just down days. And like you're saying, Shawan, it's kind of like a, I'm going to have these moments, you know, they're yeah. natural. They're going to, they're going to come, but I have to like be able to pick up myself. And I think that's the struggle for me. Um, I have done or work on as as you're saying, like the eating out by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times, like, and it was cool. Like, it was very, like, rewarding for myself. Like, I felt like I needed to treat myself afterwards because that's something that I'm not used to doing. So it's like a lot of changes that I feel like I can hear and see within all of us that we're listening to each other, even though I don't have the luxury or I haven't afforded myself the luxury of going to therapy. Like, I am listening to Good. what you guys suggest and I am working to apply that to myself on a regular basis and I can say I appreciate that you know in these conversations that we have yeah. well I do hey. want to thank Shawan for even bringing this up because October is definitely a tough month just personally um, oh god I hope I don't start crying but um too late I already did that <laughs> <laughs> So it was, I don't know, like perfect timing. Like October, I lost my mom, um, my granddad, who was like my dad. Um, and then I have surgery the end of the month. So my mind has been all over the place this month. So just thank you um, for bringing this up. Amen. Well, I want that attitude of gratitude to be on a thousand <laughs> from now from now to the 31st, honey. Um, you're definitely gonna be in our prayers and I think we should talk more. But I really wanted to um I don't know, just as topics arise, I really wanna put them out there. Let's talk about it. Cause yeah, this was good. Of course I you know, we don't really know how the things are gonna go when we start talking about them, but I just, we couldn't have done this without the two of you, you know, your complete transparency, you know, where you are at this moment. So I thank you for that. But definitely um, this whole month, girl, you got a lot. And I was going to say, think about the good times, you know, if you can highlight those good times. And I'm big on like, you know, did they have a certain saying or a certain thing, whatever their favorites were, you want to highlight those this month, you know, whether it's food, music, whatever it may be, just bring out the best from each of those uh, special people this month. And we are always here for you. Definitely. And if you could set up an altar, I know for me, like it was like, of course, just speaking on my personal, it was the hardest thing in the world to see my mom's face. Like I still struggle with it and I'm getting emotional. But having us, we cannot be crying this morning. It is horrible. (laughs) Y'all are the worst. Like, I don't even know why she wants to talk about this crap in the first place. Um, But anyway, no, I'm just saying in general, just having an altar and like, I do not do it as well as I, I I always criticize myself feeling like I should always do things better. But just going in there every morning and just even just telling them as a collective, because I have like a bunch of my family members on my altar, not just my mom. 
but just telling them how much I appreciate them coming first, setting the tone, setting the pace, being our support system, our guidance system, our beacons of light. I say that every morning, light my candle, Aww. light my incense. I don't stay just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> I do go in there and I speak my piece, you know, and say what I have to say. But it does help, you know, it does help for one, you know, Halloween's at the end of the month, which is Dia de los Muertos. Y'all know we've been researching that. But it's one of those things where I feel like it helps me through it, through those tough months. Um, so I don't know if that'll work for you, but I think it would be something like you're honoring them, just like what was the movie? God dang it. I can't Coco. Yes. Coco. Yep. So just like on Coco, letting them know that you haven't forgotten them and you know that they're, you know, you still use them mm -hmm. to help you through these tough moments. And I feel like you can lean on them during these times and it'll be helpful for you. Just mm -hmm. I'll take a picture of my altar and send it to you guys. It's not filled up yet, but I'll take a picture just so y'all have an idea what what I have to work with every day when I go in that day going on. But um, yeah, I think that would be helpful. Yeah, and um, because you know, based on Patrice's idea and um, what I did, like I have as we leave out of the door each day. Like my mom was really big on smell goods. Like you got to smell good when you leave the house. So I have her picture, like a flower, and that's where the like the perfume cologne is on that table. So as we're walking out the door, we got to spray a little bit, you know, as we start our day. And it's like, I told my kids, my mama love for y'all to smell good, you know, love for us to smell good. So we spray that as we walk out the door. So it's not so, for me, it's not so sad because I'm not sitting there concentrating on it. I'm like, okay, mom, I put my, my smell goods on back. You know, it's <laughs> all I can take, you know, those two seconds and I'm out. So I don't cry. It's like, okay, see you when I get back, you know, but you just got to do what works for you to even not be sad. I mean, it is good to grieve every now and then, but it's like, if you don't want to stay stuck in that mode, you know, I think it's for me, the quicker, the better, you know, but exactly, yeah, do your research and make something happen. We want to see if you do that. So. Okay. I hope I just hope everybody was able to get a little something out of this and just come up with your own um, mental health routine. You know, it's all about you. If you're not okay, my brother always told me this. If I'm not okay, then nobody's gonna be okay. So I tell y'all the same thing. Yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in. More vibrant vernacular to come. Thank you. Yes. Oh, check us out um, on Anchor, Spotify. And we are actually on, I think it's called Podcast Players. I downloaded that app um, a while ago. So we're up there as well. Nice. All nice. right. Until next time, y'all continue to be great. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>